Thanks for joining us for the Fight for Your Marriage podcast with Charlene Steinkamp. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ. Welcome to the first podcast of 2022. We're excited to bring you another full year of podcast. And we have been praying that you had a blessed Christmas and a blessed new year, and you're excited to start new habits or break some old habits through this year for you and working on and praying for your marriage restoration. We are excited about a new year, and we don't know what this year is going to hold, but we know the last couple of years have been kind of crazy around the world, so we'll see what 2022 brings. But regardless of what happens, we know that we can trust God and His plan. And you may have noticed that we didn't release a podcast last week, and so thank you for those of you who were patient and missed it. Um, We took a week off of podcasting to tend to Tim and our Family Matters, and if you are on our email devotional list, you may have received the special prayer request that we shared that um, Tim, who does our editing of the podcast and producing them and does so much for the ministry, had a massive heart attack a couple days after Christmas. And so we're happy to report that he's doing remarkably well, and we are back in the podcast studio recording again today and um, moving forward into 2022. So thank you for um, being patient with the adjustment that we made to our schedule. And we have so much to talk about today um, on the podcast. We're just going to kind of um, bring you up to speed on a few things and talk about some things that you might have missed and um, talk about a new year. And you might be sick of hearing about a new year, but it's such a time for fresh starts and people um, looking forward to the future. And now that we're a few weeks into the new year, did you set a goal or a new year's resolution? Or are you the type of person who chooses a word of the year. When you get to January 1st of 2023, what do you want to have accomplished in 2022? That's the thing to think about. And what areas have you asked the Lord to help you change you this year? How do you want to be different a year from now? What do you want to accomplish spiritually? Right. That is my goal for you is to think about of what the last year or two have been and what you've accomplished, and now what you want to accomplish this year. Have you ever read the Bible through a year? Or have you read the New Testament through a year? There's so many different things that as you start in January and February to think about what you want to do and change to grow spiritually. And I know this year I'm challenging myself to read the Bible through a year, but I'm challenging myself more as I'm starting with the New Testament to read what Jesus wrote, read the words he spoke. So may I encourage you, if you haven't started a program, that you may want to read the New Testament first. Right. There's so many options. There's a lot of places online where you can find resources if reading through the Bible is something that you desire to do. Um, You can just look online. We, every year, sell the Bible reading calendar, and that's already sold out for this year. So we don't have any more left for 2022, but you can next year at the end of the year be paying attention to the devotionals and get your hands on one of those. But if you don't set a goal, you're never going to 
achieve it. You have to have a plan of where you're going. So if you've never thought about what you want to do spiritually that would be different this year, how you want to be different in your spiritual life, your prayer life, your Bible reading, your church attendance, whatever it is, pray about it and ask God to reveal it to you so that you can set a goal and then have a roadmap to get there. Lori, that is so excellent. That is so true. If you do not have a list, you know, you may forget what your primary goals and what you want to accomplish in one day or one week at home or goals for your children. And so the goals are important. So you need to write them down and remind yourself that did you do it this week or did you eliminate it that the goal that you never even dealt with it at all that week? It will just be a, uh, a, a real help for you is to write it down because if we see it over and over, we're going to break our bad habits. And I can tell you, we all have habits that we need to change. And this would be an awesome beginning of a year to start thinking about that. And have kids, have your children, if you have young children especially, to they have to read how many books at school or something. Maybe make it a fun thing that you'll read your Bible during that time. There's so many different ways that we can have family activities and make it uh, fun to do. So I pray that you will seek the Lord and ask him how much or what you want to start reading in the Bible, because that is what's going to help you grow spiritually. Absolutely. And we're excited to see um, what happens this year in marriages around the world. We are excited to see which marriages are restored this year. We're excited to see the growth that happens in people who are praying and standing for marriage restoration. We're excited to hear about the marriages that are intact right now and how they have grown and thrived. Um, We read an article recently that stated that divorce rates could go higher as states in the United States reduce the limitations that make it harder to get a divorce. And we are not excited by that statement. We want to see the opposite happen. We want to see courts make it harder to get a divorce. We want to see courts um, mandate counseling or courts giving time for couples to work on a relationship. And so that's our prayer this year is that divorces are not easier to obtain, but that instead we see um, God really doing something through the court system that helps couples have an opportunity to work on their marriage And part of that, what we want to see happen in marriages this year is happening with our two new devotionals. They've been going for six months now, and they're going strong. The Restored and Redeemed is um, a devotional that is for couples who are walking through restoration. And I know that is something that you've been burdened about for years, wanting to see us have a resource for couples that would go deeper. Positively, um, when you get restored, we don't want you to leave us. We want you to know that there is another uh, devotional that you can read to encourage you. It's weekly, it's not every day, but it's weekly just to keep you focused. Is how is your marriage doing and gives you suggestions and illustrations of different things and Bible stories to guide you and direct you that you know you still need to stay focused on the importance of marriage restoration. Don't go back to your old habits to your old things that you do, but this is a restored marriage. It's going to be rebuilt, and um, the love is going to be rekindled, be stronger, and in every way, it is not going to be like your old marriage. It's going to be like a new marriage that the Lord healed and restored and resurrected from the dead. 
Yes. And that devotional is great to give you um, tips on how to handle this new phase of marriage. Because when your marriage is restored, it's not just instantly, you know, um, butterflies and and unicorns happening. It's real life, getting used to each other. Um, somebody just emailed today and said, I'm restored for two months, but I'm struggling because I don't know my husband anymore. And that's part of the reality of restoration, that there's just an adjustment period and getting used to each other again and stopping old habits that maybe landed you in the separation or divorce that you were in. And Lori, that is so important. I know when Bob came home, he came home very suddenly. We had not been talking about restoration. I've been praying restoration, but he still had another person in his life. He came suddenly knocking at my window to take me out to lunch. And then during that brief lunch that we were talking about, he then asked me to get married that very afternoon uh, because he was so much under Holy Spirit conviction. So you would have loved to have Restored and Redeemed available for you back then to go through the next step. (laughs) The other devotional we have that um, people are really enjoying is the Mark 10.9 devotional, which is for couples who are married, and it is just um, weekly biblical encouragement for them to continue to grow in their faith and grow towards the Lord as a couple. And so both of those are going strong and they're resources that maybe you don't need right at this moment. Maybe they don't apply to you at this moment, but I guarantee you know a couple who is married. I guarantee you may know a couple who has a restored marriage or maybe they've gone through struggles in their marriage. And even if they weren't separated or divorced, they are now getting reacclimated as a married couple. And so we really want to encourage you to share these devotionals with other people so that they know they're available. And the benefit that your friends don't need to know about, but they're also learning about Rejoice Marriage Ministries in the meantime, and that will turn around, and we're hoping that the people that are not supportive of your stand or you're waiting for restoration will now start to see the importance of what the Bible says about marriage and understand why you're walking through the journey you are if you're waiting for restoration. As you know, we're praying every day for all the prodigals and the husbands and wives who have gone to the far country to get saved and uh, turn their hearts and lives back to the Lord Jesus Christ. But many of them did not have a relationship with the Lord. So we're praying for their salvations each and every day. And this is what we would love you to participate with us is uh, to pray for all of our standers, the men and the women, and whatever, if they're the prodigal or if they're the person praying and standing in the gap for marriage restoration. We want to have all of us to grow, this to be a year of spiritual growth, and my word for the year is breakthrough. I want to pray for breakthrough for all the marriages around the world, that they will find the Lord and that they will pray for their marriages to be all what God wants them to be. So we hope you will uh, be able to encourage others when you see something that's significant or maybe they, they have marriage problems or they're talking about it at work, that you'll be able to suggest reading this devotion that might help them. 
Yes. And this year we've got another full year of podcasts planned. Um, and we want to know what you want to have us cover on the podcast this year. We know that you love hearing testimonies. And so we definitely will have more of those stories available for you. Um, we also have an episode coming up specifically for men who are standing for restoration, but we want to know which topics you would like to hear about, or if you have a specific question you'd like us to discuss. And so we'll put a link in the show notes where you can contact us, or you can go right to our website and contact us and um, share just some ideas of what you'd like to see on the podcast this year. And we mentioned our email list earlier. And if you are on that email list, you received the January scripture journaling, which we've been doing now for um, over a year. But every month we take one word and we focus on that word and come up with 31 scriptures that apply to that word that just kind of um, get us pinpointed looking more at what scripture says about it. And we've had such a good response from people that have gone through and they do this every month. And for January, our word is endurance. And that is defined in the dictionary as the fact or power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving way. And as we were going through that word and preparing for the scriptures we were using, um, it brings to mind that we don't usually want to endure hard things. When, when hard things happen, we don't want to go through it. We want to be rescued from it. And that's not always God's will. And in the Bible, there's countless places where people faced hard times. And instead of God just plucking them out and rescuing them from those hard times and those difficulties, he instead walked with them through it. And you might be going through a hard time right now, um, whether it's in a marriage or whether it's an illness or somebody you love is going through a trial and just begging God to take this hardship from you. And his will might be just to carry you through it. I can tell you that I love doing our monthly scriptures and the words and picking the words and going through them and picking the right scriptures when there's so many scriptures you could use and choosing the right ones. And endurance has been a huge blessing for me as we prepared it. And I want you to, regardless if it's the the middle of the month, that you would take time to go through the endurance scriptures from the beginning of the January 1st all the way to 31 days in January. We want you to look up these words and write them down if you want to in a prayer notebook and um, and go back to them. And when you write it down, you're going to have it go into your heart and your mind. Look it up in your Bible. You may want to highlight it. You may want to do a cross-reference on some of these scriptures that you're going to read and want to do a, a short study on just the, this one scripture that you look at where it's in the Bible and read maybe that chapter of the Bible. I want you this year to be a time that you're going to grow in the Lord like never before. This is one tool that I believe the Lord is giving us to help you see the variety of scriptures for different words. And I think this will help you tremendously this month going through the word endurance, because I know that when you went through January 1st and you thought another year not with my marriage, not restored, I don't want you to get depressed, discouraged, defeated, 
but I want you to believe that God is going to give you the endurance and what he says about endurance. And there's nothing like the word to speak to your heart when you're going through this um, study. So I, I challenge you, even though it's a little late in January, do two, or two scriptures a day if you want. Don't rush through it, but study the word endurance. Let me read a scripture from Romans 15, 5. It says, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. And I was um, looking through one of the books that we have in our bookstore from David Jeremiah that's called God Has Not Forgotten You. And in it, he talks about um, how David felt in Psalm 22, where he's saying, my God, why have you forsaken me? And David felt far from God, and David felt abandoned by God. But also, we see that Jesus said that same thing when he was on the cross, and he felt like God had abandoned him, and he thought that God had turned his back on him. And Jesus said the same thing, my God, why have you forsaken me? And it's such a reminder of two things. First of all, that Jesus has endured everything that we have gone through. He was on this earth as a man and walked through the things that we have walked through. And so he knows that how difficult it is when you're facing hardships. And he endured hardships when he was on the cross and did it willingly for us to pay the price for our sins. And so we cannot um, turn our anger to God and to say, why have you forsaken me and feel that he's abandoned us? He has not abandoned us. His timing is always going to be different than our timing. And chances are the things that we have wanted and our timing are things that God has spared us from. You know, we can't see the full picture of what's happening in the world right now. And begging and pleading for um, marriage restoration today when God knows that tomorrow would be the best day for it to happen, or begging and pleading for somebody to be healed today when God knows that that healing is going to come by way of eternity and that person going to heaven now, whatever it is, um, we can just trust God while we're enduring through it in the midst of it. And I heard something that said, hope is not found in our ability to endure, which is so profound because it's not about us. It's not about how we can muster the strength or the um, tenacity to endure through something. That makes it all about our strength and how good we are, or how motivated we are, or how good of a Christian we are. It's not about us. Hope is found in God's ability to um, give us the grace to endure through those things because it's all about Him ultimately. That is so true, Lori. And that's what these scriptures, endurance scriptures, you will see that there's so many of them. It's um, in Psalm 136, verse 1, it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. And that's what we've got to understand. He loves you every single day. He is not forsaking you. He's not ignoring you. He is hearing you. He is right there with you by your side. And that's what we've just got to understand, that in the midst of your variety of circumstances, talk to him throughout the day. He's listening. He's there right with you. And he will guide and direct you and even give you new thoughts of, of not being so defeated, but to have faith in him and to trust him through your circumstances. 
when we go through difficulties, it exposes our weaknesses. And I know that you said when you first went through your um, separation that instead of looking at the things that Bob was doing wrong and the ways he was failing as a husband, that God got hold of your life to look at how you had failed. And that's what happens when we go through a difficulty. It exposes our weakness. When we go through an illness, it exposes the weakness. You know, you have surgery and you are not feeling like you usually do, and you are reminded of the pain you're going through because of the scar, because of the wound that's healing, because of what you're going through. And that's not a bad thing because it exposes the weakness. And we need to be able to sometimes see those weaknesses and be able to focus on them. I don't know when or how or what would have happened if you had not gone through the journey you went through with your marriage. When would it have come to your realization that you were not living for the Lord like you should have. You have to sometimes go through trials and tribulations, or even you get sick and you realize, wow, I need to thank the Lord every day that I am healthy and that I'm strong and and all the blessings that we do have and think of all the negative we have. And that is what's so important. So I needed to have the Holy Spirit speak to me through the two and a half years that I prayed for Bob because I thought it was all about Bob when he left. I thought it was him. And then when I went to the altar and started praying and seeking the Lord, he started opening my eyes to show me that I was part of the problem also. And it he transformed my heart and my life forever and took me on a spiritual journey before Bob ever came home. And I became a new creature in Christ, a new wife, a thinking differently, where that if I had not gone through that, I would never be able to have my marriage restored the way God wanted it to be. Or if you begged and pleaded and manipulated and he came home on month two, it wouldn't have been where it should have been. You wouldn't have been where you should have been spiritually, knowing what you needed to do as a wife, like you wouldn't have been ready. Totally. I had to have the Lord work with me, um, opening my spiritual eyes to grow in the Lord and to become a stronger Christian and and apply the principles of what we need to do um, daily that we often say it's optional. It's not optional uh, to read the Word daily. Uh, You need to read the Word. You need to maybe not read a chapter if it's too much, but read a half a chapter. You need to read the Word and grow in the Lord. You need to praise the Lord. I love Christian music, and Bob loved Southern Gospel Christian music, and I like contemporary, and, and so we combined that, and we have always gone to music concerts and so forth. That was, I went on our first date at a concert um, with Bob and met him. So, you know, I want you to put praise music on, I want you to worship the King of Kings and enjoy your life. Praise defeats the enemy. And we need to keep praising the Lord in the midst of any and all of your circumstances and for your children and loved ones. Right. What will happen if you give up? What what will happen if you give up on praying for restoration? If you say, I'm done, I'm moving on, I'm not going to wait for this. What what's going to happen? What happens to your family? What does your family look like in ten years? What does your um, extended family look like in five years? 
I wanted to just share a message that um, I received, and it was from a woman who said that um, she gave up, and I just wanted you to hear where she's at right now. So share her testimony of what she said. Thanks, Lori. The testimony from this listener says, I was a stander years ago and gave up after being abandoned by my husband and feeling very bitter. I've dated the same man for a few years now, but we're stagnant. My ex-husband fought to restore our marriage and gave his life to Jesus Christ. I was blinded by defeat and pride. The Lord showed me reasons to keep moving after a few starts. Now I believe the scales have fallen from my eyes. I see my husband's transformation, and even my walk with Christ is better. Now my husband is with someone else. I keep returning to having thoughts of reconciliation after all this time. This testimony is so sad because this man who was standing for marriage restoration was transformed by the Lord and praying for his wife and fighting for their marriage, and then he gave up. And the wife was running from that marriage restoration, but now she is the one who the scales have fallen off her eyes, she says, and now she understands what her husband was trying to do. It reminded me of the testimony of Tom and Amy that we did a podcast with back on episode 62, and Amy was the one standing for marriage restoration for years while her husband was running from the Lord, and then she gave up. And when God got hold of her husband, Tom, and he became a Christian and started praying for his wife, he was standing for her then. But what happens if you give up? You could end up just like this, wasting time when God has other plans. If you give up, there's nothing more sad than getting a message from a person who was a former prodigal that says, my spouse stopped standing for our marriage. That is so important, and that is, the word endure is what we need to do. When you're a stander, do not allow the enemy to give you defeat and all the negatives of why you should not wait any longer. God says that his time is perfect, and we've got to believe that he can bring your home today or he can bring your, home, your spouse home in a year. And we are to trust the Lord for his timing. God can do anything. And we've got to remember, he parted the Red Sea. Remember the Old Testament stories. But it was God wanted to do it his way, not our ways. Absolutely. And I would just encourage you as we wrap up today um, that you would just ask God to give you his grace to endure through what you're facing. And he is in control. If he wants to take you out of that situation and remove you from it and change your circumstances today, he can do it. And if not, he's going to supply exactly what you need to go through it. And he will carry you through it. I can tell you, Lori, that if I had not gone through that two and a half years with the spiritual uh, time with the Lord and growing in the Lord and changing me first, uh, I, we would not have had a restoration as, as well 
as we did afterwards because I had to be ready to love my husband unconditionally and have him grieve over the other person and all the different things that come with after your husband or wife come home. And that is what we have to understand, that God is going to enable us to go through any trial or circumstance, but we want to grow in the Lord more and more and more. And that's why we're saying in January, will you examine your heart, your spiritual life, and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? What are my goals? What are my goals for this new year? How do I need to change? Amen. How do I need to change? Show me what you want me to do about me this year that I can do and, and help my children grow in the Lord and not worry about my husband or wife that I want them to change. We've got to worry about us first and then God will do the rest. Right. Let me read from Psalm 130 verse 5. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. And that's where your hope needs to be, in his word and in him alone, not in man, not in your spouse, not in the calendar, not in what's going to happen this year, but put your hope in the Lord fully. We are praying for you to have an exciting new year, and we're praying that you're going to uh, look at your entire life and just ask the Lord to direct uh, to start a new year and say, Lord, what do you want me to change? What do you want me, how do you want me to grow in the Lord? Ask him a list of questions and then wait for him to show you his answers for all the questions that you have. Write them down so then when he answers, you can write beside it the answer the Lord has given you, even with your children, with your in-laws or any situation, your employment, health issues, We want you to seek the Lord and have him help you and realize the power that with him, he can help you and do so many things more when we seek his face and seek his answers and not listen. Or even reading a book is excellent, but listen, and I pray that you will grow this year spiritually by reading more of the word and by praying more and listening to Christian music and build up your spiritual walk that the enemy cannot keep pushing your buttons every day to defeat you. And we're excited about this new year for you and for so many other people to have their spouses come home. Lord, I praise you and thank you for this podcast, and we thank you for this new year you've given all of us, and we just ask that you will guide and direct each and every person that is living in a marriage, that you will touch them, you will guide them, you will woo them to you, that they will, if they do not know you, Lord, that they'll get saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. We pray for all of our standards that are are restored. We just praise you and thank you for how many there are. And we pray that you make their marriages even stronger. And we pray for all of our men and women who are praying and believing for a miracle of marriage reconciliation by the power of our Lord Jesus Christ in healing and touching and changing your spouse. We pray that you will touch this listener to encourage them, to give them goals and plans and purposes of what to do this new year, that the end of 2022, they can see how much you have changed them or changed their life or done many different spiritual things in their lives. And we just pray blessings on them. And may they have a blessed year with reconciliation of other family members or friends, or may they be the lighthouse 
for marriage restoration. And we'll just give you the praise and the glory for all that you're going to do for them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. And if you would like to leave a review on this episode and share what you would like to um, have us cover in the future or what you enjoyed about this episode or what God's teaching you as you walk through endurance with him, we would love to hear it. And we look forward to um, seeing you in two weeks with our next new episode. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages.